0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up. Got to get a getting. And I'm happy to have you folks out there who hear the Old Trailblazer on a regular basis. Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard I'm just an old sinner, saved by grace, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, formerly of New Orleans, Louisiana. And now we are living in, up in Walker. We got run out of New Orleans by Katrina. And we are, the Lord has blessed us, given us a grace to come here and open a new chapel, a new bookstore, and the Lord's blessing. And and also, before we get started, we bring you this series of messages on the home, and the children, the family, and the wife. And uh, But before I get started, just let me mention that all of these messages are on CDs, and we'd be glad to let you have them on this particular series with the home and the children and all. I just feel, led to make them so affordable We put five 15 minute messages on one CD. I offered them for $1 per CD plus postage. We'd be glad to do that if you'd like to have the whole set on the home. And then also remind you that all of our services the worship hour on Sunday morning, the Bible school, Sunday night, Wednesday night you can hear over the internet if you have a computer. And if you have trouble finding those things, write me, let me know. I'll send you all that information. But let's get back to our study. We're looking at the home. We saw the first home there that the Lord put his blessings upon there in the garden. And uh, then we, we, we saw the man, the head of the house. We saw the woman, the queen of the home. We've gone into extensively how that Christ is the head of man and that man is the head of the woman and the parents ahead of the children. And we saw those things. In our last study or two, we saw the woman, the queen of the home. And we come now to the children as a heritage of the Lord. Our children... Our heritage of the Lord. And uh, we saw that. We've gone there uh, quite extensively already. But we're looking now further on down. And I want us to notice one great fact children have to share in our blessings or in our curse. I asked you if you could realize, my man, that your children, your child, will either be blessed or cursed by every act of yours. It would make you sit. It would make you sit up and think if you would just realize thousands upon thousands of fathers and mothers this morning, today, have never felt the responsibility of their children. I see so much of, of abandonment now. Men, we go back to that. What we've spoken of quite often about how that men and women now, young women and young men, are shacking up, never never getting married. They bring children in the world. And for long, the man runs off and abandons those children, abandons that poor girl. And uh, she's, on the, she's just thrown out on the world with those children. And then oftentimes, the mother does the same thing. And the children have to depend on the welfare system or those things, the social services. And it's just, it's just, a, it's just I often call it a, a just a, a tragedy. It is a tragedy. But my friend, we don't all have to do that, do we? We don't. No. Many folks just take the kids for granted. They become a problem. I see often now here in our locality and national news where these ladies, these women, uh, let their boyfriends take care of their little ones while they go to work. And oftentimes they, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to do it. And the children, the babies, two and three, four months old, begin to cry for problem, maybe sick or something. And that man will uh, shake them, trying to get them to stop. And, uh, and 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 having that shaken baby syndrome, they die. Those children die. And I saw in my paper last week where a man and his and his white woman both were charged with uh, with a murder of a child. That they slapped the child around and and bruised its little old head. And uh, my friend, I, I I can't hardly tell you about it. It's so terrible. But we see it on every side, hand and corner now. But my friend, let's don't take our children for granted. No, no. And then. If you're young and contemplating a marriage and having a family later on, my friend, ask the Lord to give you grace to raise those children, to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And that's what we're speaking of here. Now, let's face this fact of our responsibility in training up our children. Indeed, we find in Ephesians 6, chapter 6 in Ephesians, that's in the Bible. Maybe you're not not familiar. That's the Bible, God's Word. Now, I'm glad the Lord left us instructions, aren't you? Aren't you mother and dad, aren't you glad the Lord left us instructions? It's not to be taken lightly. He says, ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Can, can you just look at that word in the nurture? Oh, it brings the memories of, of a child in the home being nurtured. The mother is there and just taking care of the children, my friend. Listen, listen. Nurture and admonition refer to care and to discipline. To to discipline a child is to bring him under the voice of authority, and lead him to obey. Now I found out years and years ago. I have three grown children and five grandchildren, and I found out many many years ago because I was brought up in a home where you had to obey. We used to call it mind. You had to mind your mom and daddy. Well, to obey, that's the same thing. And uh, I found out a long time ago, because my parents were very, uh, they weren't religious. They had no religious feelings whatsoever, but they made us obey. We had to obey. And I believe if a child comes up in a home having to obey, it uh, will go a long way in his life. He'll go a long way in, in how he proves himself to be a, a, a grown woman or a grown man. But I know what I'm facing today. I know what we're facing today. And I tell my folks here uh, that, that that I have no no real hope of ever turning this situation around. Our authorities are besieged with, uh, they, they need more jail space because of the cruelty and this, all of those things. The children are growing up to be thugs, a lot of them. And I know there's exceptions. I know that. But the old trailblazer got just a little bit of sense. I know that if you don't start, to bring your children up when they're small 3 and 4 years old and have them sit in church my children I made them sit in church with me we didn't take them to the cry room when they got big enough to sit up on the on a the bench they sat they sat there with their, with me and their mother and uh they didn't cause a disturbance no no and I know they're babies I know babies get sick and they get the ear ache and they get the belly ache and then you got to take them out and do something with them get them you know uh, take care of their their needs but I'm talking about when they get big enough to to just, to be to obey, they ought to obey. And that's what the Lord says. Bring them up under the nurture and obedience. Oh, my friend, to bring a child up, to discipline the child is to bring him under the voice of authority. Now, we're, we're missing that today, aren't we? We're missing that. And I, I see, I see the, the conditions of the world, my friend. Oh, I see those conditions. I see the little fellas. It's not their fault. No, it's not their fault, my friend. They had nothing to do with bringing them into this world, but I see them suffering now. And listen, that word nurture means uh, feeding and promoting growth in the child to take charge of them. Every now and then we see on the news where one has been, child has been rescued from a home where they weren't properly cared for, the little old ribs is sticking out. Oh, my friend, what, what a tragedy, what a tragedy. And I know that we have places in third world countries, I know those things, And they're under a different situation than we are here in America. There's no child ought to go hungry in America, my friend. No, sir, not one child ever ought to go hungry. But listen, and I know in this day and time, to the average family, it's a battle to live. I know that with the economy like it's been for a while. But my friend, there's no reason for a child not to have enough to eat. I know, listen, I know, I firmly believe with all my heart that there isn't a family, regardless of how poor, but if you're willing to accept the responsibility for that child, God will lead you. God will work all things according to his mercy and then you into supporting that, that family. It may be, not be the best. No. I know when we went, when I went to school, in grade school, my mother made many of our clothes. I had a brother two years older than myself, and my mother made lots of our clothes Back then, uh, we was on a farm, and the fertilizer came in a, in a sack made out of cloth back then, some kind of white domestic cloth, and my mother would make shirts and little shorts for, for us from the elementary school and make them on the old sewing machine, old Singer sewing machine right there in our house. And sometimes she'd call us over there to pedal that machine for us. We didn't have no electric sewing machine. didn't have any electricity. But she made those clothes for us, and I remember going with her back then there under the uh, Roosevelt administration. They had plenty of social programs, and they had a place where you could go and make a quilt. The ladies would come together, and they bring you quilt tops, and the the, uh, social people would furnish you cotton and stuff to make quilts out of. My mother would go, and two or three of the other ladies in our area, they had a program set up where you could sign up for it, and they'd give you a certain date. And I'd go with my mother to that little old place and they had quilting frames hanging up in there, and they'd have two or three groups of ladies come. What a happy time that was, making quilts for our family. We always had plenty of cover. Sometimes I used to tell my mother, we can't even turn over in this bed. Mama's got so many quilts on it. But we was always warm. She was always warm, and we always had had something to eat, something to wear. It may not have been the best. I can remember wearing patched overalls to school, patched pants, and, uh, but, but we, we didn't know no better. We didn't know no different. We were happy. Oh, that's the happiest days of our lives, my friend. Working, obeying, coming up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And I've told you many times, our family, my family was not a religious family. We had no religious training whatsoever. But we we learned to obey. Obey, it's uh, the scripture tells us it's better to obey than to sacrifice. But I just praise the Lord for, for the instructions the Lord. Leaves us in his word how to bring up our children. And that's why I'm bringing you these messages. I hope they mean something to you. I know our families are wrecked now by a lot of things. Outside influences. Many of our homes now, the the wife in the home, is they marry real early. And uh, those things are either they're not even married. And the children suffer. And that's what I'm trying to establish that's wrong. Don't let your children suffer. I'm not talking about giving them everything in the world. No, they don't need that. But to make sure they're clothed and fed and taken taken care of. And, and as they grow, that they, that they become disciplined to obey. Now, you let your child grow wild, my friend. I've seen it umpteen times. Your child, boy or girl, grow up having its own way. And pretty soon, you'll, you'll suffer for it. The old saying is that when they're little, they step on your toes. And when they get a little bigger, they step on your heart. And I know that to be true, my friend. And I praise the Lord for obedient children. But it doesn't just happen. Uh, no, you have, to, you have to take charge of those things. And I, I see that happening now. And uh, I'm just going down the line, telling you what the Lord says. Listen, listen, like I said, it may not be the best what you have for your child. It may not be what you would like. But if you will conserve your money, oh, live responsibly, oh, my friend, uh, you could manage you can manage, and we'll get into that in our next study maybe, taking care of your money as well as you do your children, not throwing it away on this, that, and the other, and your children going hungry and going without shoes and clothes. But it's your responsibility, Dad. Mother, it's your responsibility to make sure those children are brought up. And the old i are running out of time. I wish I could sit down by your side, maybe drink a cup of coffee and, and a hot, hot tea and a piece of apple pie. Write me let me hear from you. I'm getting calls from all over America. Folks tell me how much they appreciate the Old Trailblazer. Just an old country bumpkin, that's all I am. Don't have no high school, high education, just a high school. And, but, the law I went to that school of hard knocks. Remember my address, the Old Trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.